Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back to a fresh episode of Missing Curfew. I'm Shane O'Brien. And I'm Scotty Upshaw sitting behind you. <laughs> and beside you. Behind you and beside you. And, and uh, bringing it to the fans from where? Aspen, Colorado, baby. Aspen, Colorado. A little Aspen. Merry Christmas, New Year's Eve edition. A little place called Aspen, where the wine flows Aspen. like the women of, Co- what does he say? Like the women of Capistrano. Like the salmon of Capistrano. <laughs> salmon, 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 uh, salmon. By the way, you got to mention, now that we're in Aspen, how hard is this place to get to? Op dog, I'll tell you what, brother. It is fucking because that John Denver's full of shit. Man. That John Denver's full of shit, man, dude. So I'm leaving. I have a great Christmas. I want to talk to you about your Christmas with Izzy. You had the family. I had a great Christmas at home with my two meat stick nephews, who I love more than anything. But are they meatheads? I love it. Um, I'm leaving Toronto. I just take off. I get an email. Your your flight from Eagle to Aspen has been canceled. Has been moved from one to seven thirty. Any long story short, I jump in an Uber. Four and a half hours in a blizzard. In a blizzard. I'm telling you, a blizzard. And this is the one thing about this place. And you've always said it. That stupid place, Aspen. Like I always get just wrenched every time I come here. Like the <laughs> flight's canceled. Everyone's skiing on the powder. I'm sitting in some stupid <laughs> airport. Um, I missed my flight coming in the 27th and had to go back home. But I'm in Newport, so that was good. Yeah. Show up the next morning, 7 a.m. for an 8 o'clock flight. That gets pushed back 12.30. But again, we're in Newport, so it's not bad. Oh, so you did. You got pushed back in the morning as well. Twice, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. So okay. Then we, and so then, and then the we had the option. Listen, I bought another ticket at LAX to fly in to Eagle. But I had the pilot in my right. My, I had him in my back pocket. I was a good guy. He show, shows me a new app to download. So now we're like studying the, the you know, the uh, the miles and the radius. And we got it. So the thing about Aspen, you got to have a five-mile view um, a three mile viewpoint when you land here, it had been one for the last two days prior to us coming here. And then he's like, listen, at two o'clock from two to four or four to five, we have three to five mile radius. So we're going to push this thing to 12. We're going to take off and hopefully we'll get there. Now, a lot of people's stories, their horror stories of coming here. They'll be circling Aspen, oh, circling Aspen geez, with man. the traffic, and then they land in like Denver. And then you're just like, well, what the <laughs> hell is that? Do? What the hell does that do? I'd rather oh, be back in Newport. Yeah. So, moral of the story, I think we are hashtagging, let's just go to Cabo. Cabo. 
Cabo. I said, Uppy, we could have set this up. Discovery. Yeah, we I'm texting set this Kurt Olsen. Oli, give us your fucking place at, Ch- at Chileno. We're not going to Aspen. But this is a magical place. When I finally got here, um, had a shower, kind of shake the cobwebs, and I went out to meet you guys at dinner and walked around. This is a very magical place. And it's also a very expensive place. It is a very expensive place. It is fucking outrageous. I think expensive. the median, uh, the average price per household here, as uh, quoted by Mr. Lupo last night, uh, almost has doubled in the last year, but it's up to like 11 million bucks. Crazy. Crazy. And, have I, to, and now that I'm, 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 I'm a, resident, you're a resident and I'm trying to get my residency here, and there might be a new Colorado driver's license soon. Ooh, uh, I've had one of those. My beneficial in the medical. Uh, you know, the well, listen, by the way, when I got my Colorado license, this was before you needed a Colorado license in the state of Colorado to, to yeah. get legal marijuana. So I had a Florida license at the time and I could trade the avalanche and I'm like talking to my buddies, Goebbels. I'm like, yo, how can I get some weed here? They're like, you need your license. So Jill Limpsom, I'm like, Jill, get me a membership or get me a, um, an appointment at DMV. Boom, got the card. You can go into all the fucking weed stores and dial it in. It's so. crazy how times change. Yeah. And that's for the better. There's that's a lot of things going on right now that are for the worse, and we'll get into that. Yes, we will. Um, but what, what a what a magical place! So you know, we're we're here. We're uh, we're settled. You know, we spent the last month trying to move in, make this place feel like home, and it's uh, it's been great. And what what a weekend to come here and do a nice little live on the spot we, podcast we, for. We our fans. pulled it together, fellow. We pulled it together. We were talking over it the last couple of days. Um, I mean, we got the GoPro here, and if you can't tell. I mean, I mean, Obi's staying in. <laughs> Obi's got this beautiful room at the Limelight, and shout out, to shout the out the Limelight. They hope they're they giving up. you free rooms. They're not giving me free <laughs> rooms, up dog. They're bending me over with no lube on this room. Oh like, no! Let's be honest, it's nice. I asked you. You said the same thing when you walked in. You said a great patio, Obi's. Where's the tub? Where's the tub? I said I'll pay for the same question. We got a tub, but by the way, you could put a <laughs> massive tub on it. You could have an after shaker here too. I was thinking too. You know what I think we like do? If, if push comes to shove, we'll come here if we have to. We're going we're gonna to show and launch this podcast for our New Year's Eve edition. We're going to share it with the Limelight executives. Yeah. We're going to come back here and we're going to do one in the summer right from the same patio. Absolutely. Um, have you been on the mountain? You've been on the mountain a couple times. I skied yesterday. Have Listen, I been on I, the mountain? I overshot the runway. As you know, I'm, I'm you know pretty legendary for that. I had a nice dinner with all the whole crew yesterday and me and Matt Gell, the good Irishman, um, we did it again, Uppy. You know, I leave. I left his house at uh, five fifty-five. Thank God he didn't have any beer. We walked back there, drunker and skunks. Great walk here. That's one's another great thing about here. You can walk around drunk and it's a little town. It's like West Village. Yeah, in the mountains. It's, it's great. It's, it's a beautiful place. If anyone's never been here, Aspen is magical. It's magical. It's Dust off your Amex. Dust off your Amex. Um, Uppy. So thank God, Mackell has not an ounce of booze in his house. So I leave. I walk home. I can't really, I get up at, you know, 9.30. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to go to the mountain. Let's go. So I meet Cody, uh, Noah, a couple other guys. And you know, the mountain usually helps you shake the hangover. Well, it didn't help up, dog. I was out there for about two and a half. And then after that, I'm like, I got to get out. I'm, you know, the body was shutting down. The body was shutting down. Uh, I tried to come meet you and you were already gone. I know. I sat and had a beer with those boys at lunch and, you know, started throwing the stories around. And sure enough, I'm like, where's Obes? And he, they, <laughs> I, he got his bags in. So, yeah. you know, shout out. Your day yesterday or the day before, I'm sorry, brutal, right? Four hour drive, missing flights, you know, and then uh, there I am missing a couple flights as well, but getting in. And eventually safely. getting in safe God. Although coming through the clouds, I swear it was like tipping mountaintops. Buddy, I gotta touch the mountaintops. The picture you toes. sent when you're like, all right, boys, here we go. I'm like, holy fuck up. You hang on. Buckle up. Um, so I, yeah, I missed you, but you asked if I skied, you know, if I've been skiing. I, I have. Yeah. The answer is yes. But 
last week before Christmas. Oh, yeah. I almost, I, it almost ended me hopes. I told I, you to joking. be careful. I, I'm going to share this with my, with my loyal listeners yeah, here. But the fans, the Mr. Kirby I, uh, crew. I went out with Mr. Cody Libel, and you guys have heard us talk about Cody. He's, he's a good Canadian guy, moved to L.A. young. Great guy. Skied his whole life. Legit skier. Great skier. Um, so it's he and I. We go out early, and it's he and I, and we come down, and we just pass the main chairlifts, the Ajax Express, and we come down, and it gets towards a little bowl as you go top to bottom on Ajax. And there's no one in sight. Clear? I'm like, I'm going to let this eat. Send so it. I, I, I'm sending it. First run of the day. And I, I'm clocking it, right? And I have my phone, my app on. It tells, you know, your distance traveled, elevation, heart rate, all this stuff, right? So I like to measure that up. Huh? Yeah. Well, it also tells you your speed. When I got down to the <laughs> Did chairlift. Did slow down, dummy? <laughs> when I got down to the chairlift, Cody's behind me and he's a good skier. And he's like, holy shit. Do you have an app? Did you clock your, t- your I'm like, yeah, let's check it out. 70 miles an hour, Okay. What? I'm on rentals. I haven't skied much in my whole life, but I got 70 miles an hour coming down first run of the day. He's like, buddy, I got to take you to this other run here, Ruthie's. Um, there's a spot at Ruthie's where I got my personal record, 72. I want you to do it. I'll go down, make sure no one's there. I'll get the video camera out. So two chairlifts later, we're up at Ruthie's, the top of Ruthie's. And I'm looking down. I'm like, this looks pretty fucking steep. It's kind of steep here, boys. And he goes down halfway down the hill and, you know, he's like, wait one minute. So I'm there getting a tune on. Well, what tune do I play? Next to me, Rufus Del Sol. No, I got a nice dance tune going. I'm feeling good. You know, it's like fucking 10 o'clock in the morning. And I send it. I just start, you know, pencil down. Let's go. What do you call it? Twin tip? I don't know how how you You fucking just went into a fucking tips down. Tips down You were bombing. So signs that say, please don't bomb. His... (laughs) Basically, his only you know, rite of passage for me was recommendation was stay stay right. Stay right. Well, as I got going down, these snowboarders like are there, so he didn't tell me there was no one there, and they hog. Punks. They're hogging the middle of they're this. Punks. They're hogging the middle of the fucking run, and it's going fast. And now I see the signs where I'm supposed to slow down, but I can't slow down because I don't know how to stop going this fast. Let alone like these guys are there, and I can't go right. So I'm just like I got to trust this line, and I'm just going for it. Well. I hit a fucking, I hit a jump <laughs> where I was in the Arabs for at least three seconds where I hit it and I'm going 60, 65 because that was the top speed I got yeah. to and I sent it and I landed after three seconds in the air. I land on one ski. I land on the other one and then I just barrel over and <laughs> I, I literally yard sale. I fall down this hill, maybe 250 yards. Dude. I get up. You're lucky. I'm Okay. I walk around. This girl comes up to me with one of my poles, not 30 seconds after I fell, and she she looks at me, and she's like, that was the craziest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, how'd it look? Like, like how'd it look? And she's like, did you videotape it? It was fucking crazy. And then I'm like, I think I got a buddy that videotaped it, and she's like kind of laughing, but she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah. And I look, and my right boot, all the bindings are ripped through my snow pants. And I'm like, yeah, I think I'm fine. Like, my head's good. I had the helmet on. Like, Sure enough, Cody comes down. He's like, what happened? I'm like, buddy, what do you mean what happened? I hit that jump going 65, and I've never hit a jump like that ever in my life. I'm like, I just barreled, and he's like, your skis, I picked up your skis like 200 yards up the hill, and I'm like, I know. So we get down to the bottom, and the ski instructor's there with like five kids, and he's looking at me, and he's like, never seen a guy go down that hill on white snow pants that fast, because <laughs> I was just sailing it on my snow pants. Like, I was just, I, and I got down to the bottom, and I look at Cody, and I'm like, the fuck, man? 
Why would you, why would you do why'd that? You, to? Why'd you do? Why he's like, well, I that? told you to go right. I'm like, I, I, the guys were there. I couldn't <laughs> go right, you know. And he's like, buddy, I could hear people on the chairlift. I wish he was here to tell the, just the, like, the oh. sounds. Everyone like chairlift after chairlift, just like, oh my god, like <laughs> and, um, Jerry of the day material. It was way worse than Jerry of the day. <laughs> it was, so the video he has, I fly past him, still looking great form. But then as I come down over the next hill, which I'm supposed to stop, he loses me because I just keep going. And because you're bombing. So I, I think I sprained my ankle a little bit, but I went out and skied yesterday. I feel great. This was now a week ago today. My, my ass has a road rash. You had like a fucking no one's business. So I get a text from Mackel, and I'm like, I'm checking in on. The, I, I do a group text with you guys, doing. So I text Mackel on the side. I said, How are my boys doing? How are the boys doing? How how how's Loops? How's Uppy? How you guys? I'm coming. He said, the boys, the boys are banged up. I said, how bad? He goes, let's just say this. They're not going to be in the lineup tomorrow. <laughs> I said, I go, they're not the IR. He's like, well, they're day-to-day day for to sure. Or- so I text you, and you're at dinner, and you send me this picture of a raspberry on your fucking back. And I was like, Jesus, Uppy. And Loops sends me a picture of getting an MRI on his rib. I'm like, you boys all right out there? Yeah, like- Loops. I saw Loops at Bonnie's, the little, so that's, Ruthie's is basically the U.S. Open Olympic team's downhill, like, oh. fucking trial run. That's where they go straight down, and they send it. So as I come up that chairlift, I still can ski. Like, my foot's in the boot, so it's fine. And then I get to Bonnie's, and I come in, and there's Loops and his mom, Carmen. And they're having lunch, and I'm like, fuck, Loops, I just almost killed myself. And I show him the raspberry, and he hadn't fell yet. So when you sent that text, I'm like, yeah, Oops, look, I'm banged up. And then Loops is like sends a picture from basically a CAT scan machine. Yeah, he's ahead in the MRI machine. I'm, I'm like, holy fuck. Whoa! And then, then that night, Cody comes to dinner, and he gets out of his Escalade, slips on the ice, and like bone bruise and partial tear of his ACLs. The boys got banged up. We're playing hard out there. But Listen, we're, here, I, I, we're here and we're playing injured and we're ready to fucking take on New Year's Eve. Yeah, either. and we're going to hit the mountain today, me and you. And listen, I wasn't great yesterday. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, confidence isn't where it needs to be. But I think after I went to bed early last night, I had a great dinner with you. Thanks to Cody for hooking up Nobu for us. Um, I'm looking forward to getting the mountain with you. Um, real quick, let's touch on that. Fucking sick Montclair jacket you have. And these fucking... This old thing? Look at these nasty National League Montclair boots. Um, shout out to Bex DeMarco. That's a sick jacket, fella. We, we looked apart. Anyways. Did Bex get you those shoes? Bex hooked me up with these babies. God, those are nice. These are national. Do you think you can get knee-high in the in the snow with those on? I think you can. Oh, yeah. These things, buddy. You're going. Speaking of knee-high in the snow, quick story. Yeah. I got Izzy here. Izzy's a Cali girl. You know, she's a year and a half old. She's... I'm going to say she's not a pure Canadian yet because she's not used to this snow, right? She kind of scares her. So we bought her this sick one-piece, purple one-piece. She looks like a, she, I don't know, she looks like a cool little, like, cat. Yeah, snow. she looks like, adorable. She's I saw your video. She's got the fur. And so we take her sledding yesterday at our neighbor, Skip, uh, shout out, Skip Skipper. Strasburger. Our buddy Brock, shout out to my boy Brock, um, who grew up here. His old man's been in the same house, and it happens to be right up the street from us since 82. Brock was born in there. Grew up in Aspen, now lives in New York. Great guy. So Skip, we go over and see Skip. Skip's got a tobogganing hill in his backyard, and he's got all the slides and the, the little saucers. So, you know, Christine and I and our our babysitter, Lily, we bring Izzy up, and um, Skip welcomes us. You know, I grab a, I grab, yeah, I grab some, um, you know, Coke bottles and a bunch of water, and I bring Coca-Cola it up. Coca-Cola Classic. Coca-Cola Classic. I bring it up the stairs for him. Like, Skip's an older guy. He's a beauty, but he's been here forever. He's like, I grab a water skipper. He's like, nothing phases this guy. Doesn't have a cell phone. Like, oh. I, I'm like, Brock, should I call your dad? He's like, no, just go in. Like, he doesn't, have, he doesn't have a cell phone, right? So I'm like, cool. So I know kind of who he is. He's a good guy. 
Uh, reminds me of a bunch of good newfies back home, right? So um, he lets us, you know, through the house. And in the house, I'm like, this is all 80s house. The colored couches, the flower couches, the carpet. Like, he's got the tree up there. It's it's just a reminds me of, you know, growing up. And, and so we get out on his deck, and no word of a lie, the snow on his deck is piled up. It's four feet high. It's to to my my ball sack and basically i carry an <laughs> izzy through safe. riley and my dog looks at it she's like spumoni not a chance there's no chance i'm doing that um so i lift riley lift izzy we cr- go through the back and we get to the hill and skip comes out and follows us right shows us around this is where you go and if skip wasn't in little slippers basically <laughs> slippers no socks obes pair of je- like a pair of jeans and just was out there with us for a half hour, just feet buried in the snow. That's crazy. Man. Caveman. That is crazy. Awesome. Do you know when your you know when your feet get cold? There's nothing. He, worse. Nothing was phasing this guy. So I'm like, Izzy, you know, you're gonna come down here with dad. And she got a little like, you know, a little freaked out, but she liked it. You know, I'm like, this is how you toughen up in the snow. You look at Skip. You see what look Skip's at Skipper doing? with the bare feet <laughs> out there. Izzy, come on. So shout out to my neighbor. I got some good neighbors over there. Your neighbor Skip being one of them. We're gonna watch some hockey, me and Skip. Yeah, you're listen, I'll be the first to admit I'll never win neighbor of the year. You are a good neighbor. You're a good neighbor in Newport. Good you, you neighbor, go to your State way. Farm is there. Yeah, you're, you can go out of your way to be neighborly. I respect that about you. Um, Christmas, I'll, be, I'll start first. First of all, I saw a picture of Izzy going to see Santa Claus and the fucking screaming and crying look oh. on her face. I was, I mean, I showed my mom and dad, my sister, my brother-in-law. We were loving it. Um, unbelievable time. Porter and Smith, my two nephews, I'll be, I, you know, I was joking with the boys at Big Can that, you know, I'm going to have to go home and, and I want to toughen Porter up. Well... He doesn't need any toughening up. Right? <laughs> he's he needs to maybe bring him down a peg or two. This kid is uh, he's a hard charger. Is so. he a good older brother? I'm an older brother, so you know, is he is he tough on, listen, on little mean, Smitty or what, what's he like? I told Porter, listen, Smith, you know, Smith's he's got the O'Brien in him where he doesn't mind, you know, eating. He's getting he's getting bigger by the second. Where, where Porter's all cocking ribs. Yeah, he doesn't eat. He doesn't stop. He's, he's got a little up dog in him. Like he's just always motoring. I said, "You better be a little nicer to your brother. He's going to be bigger than you soon." But anyways, um, he roughs poor. Uh, he roughs Smith up a lot. Yeah, he, he roughs him up. So I think Smith's going to be tough because of it. Um, but my sister, God love her. She's a great mother. She's got her hands full. Um, but it was great. Uncle Lopes for ten days. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Great Does it Christmas. Make you want to have kids yourself? <sighs> I don't know. Maybe girl, not a boy. I think girls. You've like, often said this to me, where yeah. you're like, "You're lucky. Yeah, you're lucky now, but yeah. it's going to get you in the on the back nine. On the back nine. But you're lucky because these kids, <laughs> these these nephews of mine are are animals. Animals. And it's just a straight on story. And and you know, as parents, you you realize kids like boys when they're young too. They just piss everywhere. Like you know, oh, just they're just going, going everywhere. everywhere. A girl is very simple. Yeah. You know, she's a sweetheart. She's simple. Um, She's there, you know, she always loves her dad. That's great. Now, the boy is like where you're like, all right, now it's time to toughen you up. A little lesson time. <laughs> Dude, we were sitting on the couch, me and Porter. We were watching. He got Paw Patrol for Christmas. So my sister's like, uh, Porter said he wants to watch Paw Patrol with Uncle Lopes. So I'm all right, I'm sitting there. We're straight up chilling. All of a sudden, he just kicks me right in the feet. <laughs> <laughs> eyes watering. I'm just in what I'm looking at. I'm like, you little fucker. I not can, the beak. Not the beak, Porter, but uh, hey, it no, was no, that's. But Izzy will do that too where I'll be just sitting there and, and if I, you know, if I kind of take away something or whatever, she'll go, no. And if, if, if it's not her hand, it's her head coming at me. And I've been cracked in the nose too where you just go like, 
Duh. You got to watch out for the headbutts. It's Porter's headbutts are flying. Smith's headbutts are flying. It was a great Christmas. Um, you had a great Christmas as well. I saw I you did. had the whole fam dam on uh, her side over. Or what, did you have a few Yeah, people? no, we did a we did a night on the 24th where we went to um, we went to one of their uh, childhood friends, Paige. You know Paige. Um, yeah, Paige, Paige's dad is a, he's a reverend at a church. And he's been there forever. So we, yeah, we went to this. We went to a church. There, uh, it's not called Mass. I grew up Catholic, but they're they're Christian. So we we went to, wasn't a Mass, but we had this, we had this night where we went in and we had all the nieces in there, and you know Emily and Matt and their kids and and Christina's family, and we uh, we ended up going back to the Pages family's house, and her mom cooks for everyone, and there's probably like sixty people there, outside, inside, good wine great soups make some great soups yeah and uh that was like kind of the 24th 25th we took izzy to disneyland oh wow and to be honest my ankle at the time was in i don't want to give this away because it's actually kind of bad but like i was hurt right my ankle i had the boot on when i get there i took the boot off because i thought i might be able to walk better well if i'm not walking izzy through the parade on this train track i like kind of twist it a bit and tweak it i'm like i got to put the boot back on christina's like can you walk with it i'll be fine i'll be fine so anyway we go up to one ride and I see like the, you know, basically the disabled area and no one's there. So I talked to the lady. I'm like, listen, I'm here on this boot. <laughs> such a shyster. I'm here on this such boot with my, with my daughter. Am I, they're like, hundred percent. You can just, you come back here in 10 minutes. You can go on this ride with her or whatever. So I got to hit five or six rides with Izzy because my foot was mangled and we did all her little favorite rides, Peter Pan, um, Snow White, which was kind of scary. We had to cover her eyes a couple spots, but it ended up being uh, like a great day. It's the first time I've ever brought Izzy to, to Disneyland. It was only my second time ever. Have you ever been to Disneyland? It's kind of crazy. It's crazy, yeah. It's awesome. I, I love that you, you, get- you, you use that to your advantage. You did that for us at the CDM Christmas walk when you hurt your knee at the beer garden, and yeah. he's like, "Oh, let's come around here. I got us to the fucking side door here because I've got a bad wheel." So you're you're good at that. I mean, and I wouldn't have even done it, but I'm like, I have to w- wait now with the boot, and it's just painful. And now I got to still walk. It's a long walk back to the cars. For sure. It's like two. Oh, it's like it's a so mile. Far. That's the worst. So part. anyway, I'm like, if I still got to do that, like you know, I thought I was gonna be able to toughen it out. A hockey guy. Hey, how's your back after going? That's why Disneyland for me, the back, it starts barking. I'm like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. take four You know what port. I did do, though, is I snuck some wine in there, Aobes. That's a veteran play. 100% full port bottle gets kicked wine out of Disneyland, though. In a big uh, Yeti cooler. Veteran. That was a nice touch. Uh, I'll be a great Christmas, buddy. Uh, I'm glad to be back with you here. It's good to see the family. You feel rejuvenated. Uh, By the way, let me ask you before we yeah. move on. Did you accomplish what you went out there to accomplish on Christmas? Did you polish off a full bottle oh, of Crown? Buddy, buddy. Yeah, I drank some Crown on Christmas Eve, but because that was that was of, of and I had some Crown watching the World Juniors game on the twenty sixth with my dad. Nice, but nice. I drank. Me and my boy Steve Cramp. We went to a little Cramper. Like, I remember. Cramp. Yeah, it was like a little. Um, I guess it was like a little high school reunion at Sarah Bevan's house. Um, I drank a whole fucking sixty banger. Cramp <laughs> <laughs> drank some too, folks. That means a sixty banger is is not just the Mickey. I think it's the double whammer. It's the one with the handle. <laughs> I drank the, the whole thing, and then I does was, that come with the purple bag? No, that's the little forty that comes with the purple. The forty bag, comes with the purple, which bag. I used to put my tees and ball markers in back in the day before yeah, I, used I was to a put my poker big, chips in there. When you used to have to pay, nice. You used to have to pay for teas before you're fucking at Big Canyon. I put them in there because I didn't want to lose them. But yeah, Crown Royal, man. I drank it. I watched it. I had some people hit me up over the holidays. Uh, some of our listeners like, how's that Crown Royal going home? I know. But anyways, I'll be, I was so hungover. I was at my parents' house. Oh, my dad's like, I've never seen you that hungover. So 
Crown Royal, it slides up. It slides does it, down. Does the hangovers, are they more intense in the winter time? I think Whoa. they are. It's so dry. Spe- especially here. It's dry. Altitude and being dry. Like, I woke up the other morning, yesterday morning. Yeah, like, I kind of, we took it easy last night. We're, yeah, we're was kinda, good. We were pros. We had, we, had, we had to do this, so. Just a couple pieces of sashimi and some sake. Oh, rock shrimp. Oh, the rock shrimp. Up dog, it was a great Christmas. I'm glad to be back here with you. Let's get right into it. Good life segment. I got my good life beanie on and my shirt on. Um, World Juniors. We were fired up about it. Obviously, two Canadian boys who wanted to get her going. They had a great team. We're going to get into some of their players, a couple guys that jumped out at us, but it's canceled. Um, we talked about it last night at dinner. Um, I don't know. It's just it's to me, canceled. It's, it's canceled. Like, you can't cancel this on the fucking cancel guys. Cancel culture. Like, it's canceled. Why would you cancel it? Like, they're not getting sick. I get it. Like, you know, did they, did they think that they were going to go into the tournament and not one person was going to test positive? Like, I don't know. Just to me, it was like, I don't think they handled it the right way. No, I think the question is, um, what what system did they have in place for these kids uh, when, you know, there'd be a positive case? If you're going to test all these kids, there's there's 200 and something kids. There's 10 teams. I mean, out of 200 kids nowadays, obviously it's running rampant. The old Omicron, the Transformer. It's the Omicron. Cold. The Transformer the cold. from fucking outer space coming <laughs> in to ruin everyone's Christmas. And I'm telling you what, it ruined every Canadian's Christmas with this thing being canceled. What did the tournament committee have in place? Did they have in place to forfeit games one nothing? If one guy on your team tests positive and isn't sick and probably isn't spreading it at all, to me, that's ridiculous. Now, the quotes coming out about, you know, some of the, you know, was it German coach or Finnish coach? Finnish saying, coach like, yeah. you know, unfortunately, this tournament kind of wasn't run as as great as they have been before. I'm an advocate for World Juniors. I'm an advocate for Hockey Canada. I'm an advocate for the double IHF. They've always done a great job. Spangy, Spangy and Port, uh, you know, Spangy specifically. Port, yeah. World Championships. Everything Team Canada has done has been has been great. They put their families and the, the Hockey Canada first. Um, they always play fair. But this system they have in place, to me, you know, just go into the bubble, finish the thing. Do you think yeah. these kids, these kids are 18, 19 years old. They're all healthy. This thing isn't killing anybody. Oh. Anymore. And if so, it is, I apologize because I'm not trying to be sensitive here, but we got to get back to living. Yeah. My, I, got, I got friends and colleagues and hockey guys in the NHL texting me like, this is a fucking joke. Yeah. This is, we need to wake up here. This is like, we're, we're allowing this to happen and then. You know, I, often I think being a hockey player is, you know, it's a privilege, right? It's not a, it's not a right. Mm-hmm. Now, we work our, we work our, you know, our balls off and, and we chase dreams and we give up, we give up opportunities and, and moments to dedicate like time and, and, you know, to not go on those trips with your friends when you're younger or to stay in the gym and to eat better and to sleep and you do all these things to win for, for this example, for these young kids to win these championships and to play and compete against and wear that jersey with pride. And now, like, one case of, of what is basically a mild case of the flu is now ruining full tournaments and sending teams that have spent all this money to fly their guys over yeah. and, you know, millions of dollars to organize and stuff. Just to, I just want to question what the hell is going on. Yeah, and, I, and I'm with you, and I know a lot of people are up here, and, and, you know, me and you have been feeling this way for a long time right and people disagree with us sometimes and that's fine everyone's to their own opinion now 
this is what I thought they should have done. There's obviously smarter people out there than me running these things. But why didn't they call? Is there know, though? I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. I think you got a good head on your shoulders. Uh, thank you. Whatever doctors the double I HF could have got, you call in three of the fucking best doctors. You get all the teams together, and you said, "What is the risk if we stop testing these players right now, or test them and, and the guys test positive, they don't play? Or what's the risk of these guys playing, even if they have this fucking Omicron variant? Like, are is there any risk that these players, from your perspective, doctor, could be very sick or die? Right? Get the three smartest doctors you know. If they come in and say, no, they can play, it's the flu, they'll be fine, they have to isolate in their hotel rooms, they can't see anybody else, but they can play the tournament. Like, why couldn't they have done that? Why couldn't they have brought in some people to say they're not at risk to get very sick or die, they can play through this. They can't see anybody else. After they go to the rink, they go home, they can't see their family, but they can, they can compete because they're fucking 19 years old. Healthy fucking athletes. You know, I mean, that's what I... The coaches wear masks and the refs, they end up making the refs wear masks the last couple of days. I just, it's a joke. Let's be what honest. What the hell is Canadian? Hey, Canada. <laughs> are you just going to let, are you just going to sit in your homes and let this happen? We uh, were going to win too. Our team was sick. Hit the streets. I this is a joke in Canada. I know. People in Canada are starting to murmur. They're not, ha they're not happy. No. None of my friends, none of my, no one I know in Canada from the people that own restaurants to the people that run hotels to the golf pros in the summer that couldn't let people play together. Yeah. It's a joke. Man, I mean, figure it out. Let the fucking people live their lives. I, I don't know. I can't wait to see the backlash we get and the praise <laughs> we get because this is a joke. You're taking away the biggest two weeks of television during the holidays in Canada yeah. because one or two kids got Omicron. That's a joke. It's a joke. And it's another thing, too, is guys like Owen Power, who I'm going to talk about, he stayed at Michigan A because probably didn't want to go live in Buffalo just yet, but he wanted to play in the World Juniors. He couldn't play last year because the University of Michigan wouldn't release him. So now this kid, first overall pick, now the, he, he crushed his dreams. Mason McTavish, you're going to touch on. Anaheim Ducks sent him back. One of the reasons, go get the World Junior Championship experience. And I, I don't need to preach this to you. You played in it. You were the captain of the fucking team. You know it more than me. You cannot take dreams away from these kids that work their fucking balls off to get to that point. Do you know how hard it is to get to, well you do know how hard it is to get to that point and to tell them you can't play you can't play because of this fucking COVID thing that isn't even you know getting guys sick I know. It, it, it's outrageous um, I, I feel mean, bad for the players I feel bad for our fellow Canadians I feel bad for me and you because we had Canada win the tournament I think they were yeah. going to get it done I mean, look at the skill and the speed of the tournament. It was, I mean, it was entertaining. Yeah. Like the first two, three, three days of this thing, you're, you're like, you finally, you're like, all right, this is great hockey again. It's not the dog days of the NHL. I know. Which, which is upon us, right? Like, I mean, it, when you play in the NHL, games 30 to fucking 60. March. Dog days. March. It's like, <laughs> March. holy shit. You know, you're the, like, the sun me. goes down at four. World junior hockey for a hockey fan, is everything. Yeah. It's our Super Bowl for two weeks. It's like our World Cup if you're you know, a soccer fan. It's everything. They took it away. They took it away from and us. And for me, I, I, they didn't give it, they didn't have the right plan. If this was their plan all along, like if, if we get five total cases of Omicron, we're pulling the plug on the tournament. How much money was spent to like set this up? How totally. many... Like and, and, then, and then they say like oh there's opti optimism we're gonna do this in the summer same teams same countries like same whatever it's not the same how do you do that it's not the same 
you know, you, you, you're going to organize that again. You're going to, you know, pay all that money to bring in Germany and Russia and all these teams like to come back and play somewhere. And, you know, do they want to come back to Canada the way Canada is? Like, I don't know. It's a great question. I think maybe the only team that was, and this is just a joke. I love living there and playing there. I love the Austrian people. It was maybe Team Austria. They were probably like, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. But um, Updog, you touched on it quickly there. I wanted to ask you about, um, you know, there's been some stuff on, on social media, you know, in June, in Texas or Florida. Let's play it. You know, I think you, and you're right. Texas you're, or Florida, though. Like, is it? I'm saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm saying, I'm saying Texas or Florida because they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. They got to figure it out. Um, and once again, you know this more than me because you competed in the tournament. It's not going to be the same, but I feel like these kids deserve an opportunity to finish it out. And yeah, it's going to cost them money to fly these teams in and all that stuff. But I would like to see it happen. Um, you touched on that a little bit. We'll see if it, either way, it's a black eye on, on. And I love hockey Canada too. I, I never represent the country. It's it's something in the back of my mind or whatever that I look back on my career and be like, ah, would have been nice one time at a Spangy or whatever. And I, I never had the opportunity. So um, guys that did, Owen Power, I'm going to touch on Owen Power. This guy, um, I said he's the new age Chris Pronger without all the cross checks. Um, the first thing I noticed was his size. The first thing I noticed was his skating ability. Actually, the first thing I noticed is he's out there with no mouth guard, chewing gum. I'm like, this guy's oh, fucking got I saw your tweet. That <laughs> yeah. was great. I'm like, this guy's got to figure it out. And the thing that blew me away, Uppy, was his ability to pass the puck. I mean, he came around the net. And you know how I like crispy rice, spicy tuna. He came around the net, and it was fucking bing, 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 bing. Um, Buffalo, you got a good one. I'm th I think it's the best defenseman I've ever seen playing that tournament. He's the only defenseman in, in Canadian uh, World Junior history to get a hat trick. There's been some great defensemen playing that tournament. To me, Uppy, he's, uh, I was blown away. Yeah, you're a D, man. You understand high quality D, you know, traits and skills. And, and what I noticed on him, Obes, is he's just patient. Yeah. He holds onto the pocket. I mean, in this tournament, like, I can only think back to when I was, you know, 16, 17 years old. You, you don't learn patience like that at such a high level unless you, you know, you've been there before. And this kid seems like he's been in those moments. And he, um, you, you mentioned Pronger. I don't know. I didn't see mean in him. Prong's no, mean. No, no, he has none of that. So he's not New mean, age, but you don't, need, you don't need the mean. Yeah. I mean, you do, like Weber, mean. Yeah, no, he fish. doesn't have any of that. You're right. He doesn't. Now, now, do you ever grow into that? Like, not really. But if he, you know, if he brings this style of game and, and competitive, you know, edge, and he can only get better, right? Like, he's 18, you know, he's 18 years old. It's like, it's a no-brainer. This kid's going to come in and make an impact. He'd be... He might be the Buffalo's best D-man right now. For sure he is. Did you ever, do you remember watching Victor Hedman in that tournament? Because I don't. Now, I don't remember watching Victor Hedman. I, I know I watched the tournament that year. I never missed it. And I don't remember him jumping out to me and being like, now, maybe I wasn't paying attention. And it did take Victor Hedman um, a couple years to get going. Yeah. Now, okay. that the league's different now. I think Owen Power is going to jump in. And it's another great point by you of, of how the game's changed. You know, he's a six foot six, six foot seven defenseman that doesn't play me. Yeah. Right. And he's not, I don't think he's ever going to, which, you know, hurts me deep down a little yeah, bit. I'd like yeah. to see him cross check somebody in front of the fucking net. I, I know. But, I know. It's, um, the, it's just a new age, Obes, but yeah. to be able to use, so, so size now, size doesn't matter as much as it used to, but reach does. For sure. Reach does. Confidence does. Body protection does. I mean, he's, he's a kid that's, um, you know, he just, fuck, he's got all the tools. Uh, Owen Power, keep chomping that gum, buddy. Um, I love it. Updog, you talk about new age pros. 
This guy in the next that we talk about has a little bit of old school in him. I loved him from day one when he was with the Ducks. Um, I didn't think they should have sent him home. One of the reasons they sent him back to junior to Peterborough was to play in this tournament. I'd mentioned him to you. Um, he jumped out to you the way he played Mason McTavish. Right from the get-go, he did. Yeah. And then I see a video of him the other day in warm-ups, and I always liked a good warm-ups bucket Fuck, off. you were one of the best. Around. Have you seen this kid in warm-ups, what he does with the puck? No. It's amazing. And, and I mean, it only... For me, it translates into how he plays. Those moves where he's he's fluently just you know skating around effortlessly. He's got a great great stride. He handles the puck well. He shoots it well. We saw the first game, the puck's under the stick, skating around D-men. Yes, he's playing against other kids. When you come in the NHL, if guys see that move a lot, you're only going to be able to do it for the first maybe half of your first year, and then guys pick up on it. He one-hand fucking shelf, like one-hand backhands. He... The stick handling and the and the cradling the puck and doing all this stuff that these kids can do. The kid's got mitts. He's got mitts. He's got game. Kid got game. Yeah. He's got, you know what he, I like about him up? He's got a little meat on the bones, too. He's does got, he? Yeah, he's got a little... You can give his cheeks a little Let's pinch. Let's get him on this I like, pod. I like that. I like he's got a little baby fat. A little fucking Let's, good in the corners. He's gonna, he should be our kid. That we all these kids come in nowadays are like skipped, ripped, and now this kid's got a little beef on him. I like him. I like that. Um, but hard. But hard. What I liked about this kid was, Bedard. you know, yes, he's not draft eligible for two years, but he has fire. He wants to score. He wants to make plays. He can toe drag just about anybody. I haven't seen a toe drag like that since my, <laughs> Mike Comrie did it to a couple of guys. MC. He used to do Sick that. style. MC used to come down on his, on his left-hand wing and just give guys like, how, how you doing? Yeah. How's she going? How are you? And uh, I haven't seen guys... You know, undress, undress kids like that. He's he's a special, special talent for Canada. And you know, a four goal performance. That's crazy. It's amazing. First guy to get a hat trick at sixteen years old since Wayner. When I watched him play, yeah, I mean, for sixteen years old, that's crazy. Um, the puck follows him, kind of. He's smart. He goes to areas where he thinks the puck's gonna go, like Wayner had. Like, right, he has that ability to, you know, he's kind of one step ahead of the guys, right? Like, I don't think he's the fastest guy right now. He'll get faster, but he's just smart. So, um, Updog, unfortunately, I had I had Canada to win gold. I put I put money on to start. Um, we had that. We'll have I to slide that bet with Max and Binger, our boys. Max at, and Binger, you're pass. lucky. Although, hey, can we talk about Team USA's uniforms? They fuck. Do you see those uniforms? Yeah, they're sexy, yeah. Fuck, were they nice. You got to give a shout out to those guys. They're goalie, sick equipment. I don't know his name, but they're, they're, their uniforms fuck. I knew once they forfeited that game that there's just something going on. I'm like, are these guys forfeiting a game and maybe giving up a chance to go into the semifinals? Like, they had to play, like, they had a tough match the next one. Sweden. Yeah, I'm like, holy crap. Sweden was plus 210 against US. I took Sweden, but the game never happened. Sweden yeah. was good. Yeah. You know who wasn't great was Russia, but Russia has that one young kid. Um, I'm not even going to try to attempt his name. He's not draft eligible eligible till next year. Just undressed the guy at the red line on yeah, and just the rips one timers. Uh, yeah, so him and Bedard are going to be one two. Um, but yeah, it's, it it sucks. I'll be in. Um, tell the, the players out there, you boys, fuck, feel for you. Um, that was World Juniors presented by Good Life. Uh, Updog, COVID testing the players. Um, I don't know if it was a couple weeks ago or last week. Um, you know, I told you I was going to tell you how I feel. We had some technical issues. Some stuff got cut out that we didn't want to get cut out. Honest mistake. Um, it, the cat's kind of out of the bag, but the way I felt about it and what I said a couple weeks ago or a week ago, I can't remember. I said stop testing the players. Unless they're sick, unless they're not feeling good, stop testing them. People said to me, well, that will never happen with Canada. Well, when they go into Canada, test them. 
When sorry guys in Canada, every time you come to the States, you got to get tested, just like I had to do to get into Canada. But I'm talking about players in the United States. Enough is enough. When a guy like Stevie Eisman comes out and says what he said about stop testing the players, I've talked to my guys. The fact that he came out, Hellebach came out. Um, it's time for Gary Bettman and Don Fear to give Don, give your fucking balls a tug here. You're, you're, you're representing the players. The players have had enough. Your job is to stick up for these guys and give them what they want. And Uppy, they don't want to get tested anymore. They want to play the fucking game. Quit dragging it out. Like, yeah, okay, it was around Christmas time. They had time with their family. I'm sure it's fine. But you know what it's like. You're chomping at the bit to get the season going, and you want to play. And they want to play, and the more you make them sit around healthy at home, I just don't think it's good for the game and good for the players. No, and it's going to interrupt everything. Yeah. It's going to screw everything up. You think, you know, and um, you have plans on going to the Olympics. You have these certain breaks throughout the season. Now you just take this two-week break during Christmas, and, I mean, it, it, it's happened. These protocols are all across every league. The NFL is dealing with it where – you know, guys, man, starting quarterbacks are on COVID protocol, and, and we're going to jump into that with our guests later about about fantasy and how much that screws things up. But there needs to be there needs to be some common sense. Yeah, exactly. My 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 two cents is common sense, and let's just let's just figure out like these guys. You're healthy. You're vaccinated. Most of them are even boosted. Whether the thing is working, the booster or not, like it just seemed like once this booster came out, the Omicron obviously infiltrated planet Earth. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I just don't know. From? What else is next? What other Transformer? What's the next Transformer? Megatron? Is Megatron coming in in the summer? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's getting weaker and weaker. It's these new variants, which is nice. Like eventually it's going to be. Who named, who named the Omicron? I don't know. Who gets to name that? And, and that's a great question. <laughs> I don't fucking that's a stupid name, but it, call it the flu. Just call it the fucking. You've been on a bender. Get the some fucking cold inside us. Grab an IV and mix in a couple waters and and lay on the couch for a couple days, which doesn't sound too bad to me. Which I will do after <laughs> this Aspen trip. I'll be uh, another thing I want to mention is this team doctors, right? And you know we've talked about trainers and this and that, but team doctors. Can we not get all thirty-two team doctors with Gary Bettman and Don Fear and be like, okay? What is what are these what are the risks of these players? Like let's not talk about the other world, all the politics. What are the risks of these guys with this fucking variant? And yeah, they, if the doctors say they could get sick and die, then fuck it, don't play. I mean, or whatever. But and don't tell me, well, then if they go see their grandma or grandma, listen, you don't see your grandma or grandma through the season. Let's be honest, right? No. I don't know. I'm like, just, just the doctors. I think they all try to think, you know, they're setting a precedent yeah. for young kids and families and obviously if we're not setting a great one if if people care that we care like this because we're not the only ones let's be honest we sit in numerous rooms and i've sat i've sat i haven't slowed down since covid at all like i've traveled slowing you down nothing now <laughs> nothing slows you down i'm just gonna we can't say go off of you <laughs> i talk to millions of people about sports different sports hockey in particular they all say the same thing they just let the players play. Let's figure it out. Just keep going. You know, if no, exactly. It sucks to say, but if someone goes down or there's a bunch of people like going down, then there's an issue. But totally. there's not an issue. There's more people. I, I used to. <laughs> there'd be more guys going down when we played from diarrhea. Yeah. From from fire ass. <laughs> from fuck. I should I shouldn't have that Alfredo sauce that pregame meal there. Exactly. Oh yeah, the yeah the Taco sauce. Tuesday. That Rocco's tacos. <laughs> Up dog. What was in that tuna last night? <laughs> so it, come on. Listen, it was scary when COVID first came out. I was scared. You know, 
players they shut down the league the players the players sacrificed they went and lived in a fucking bubble without their family these guys are last awful. year they played in front of no fans they couldn't go out for dinner they've sacrificed they're vaccinated they're getting their fucking boosters what else do you want these guys to do and then you're going to tell them they can't play when they're not getting sick it's and to me listen up i respect john Tavares. i, I he plays the game the right way i would love him on my team I'm back home, the capital of Toronto Maple Leafs, everyone's listening, and he says, you know, yeah, the first couple of days were real rough, you know. What do you mean they were real rough? Of what? Of what? He had COVID. Real rough. Come on, Johnny. Like, how rough were they? You had that. You were a little sick. You know, but a guy says that, the capital of Toronto Maple Leafs say that, it's going to put fear back into people. So, I don't know. I didn't love those comments from him. I respect him as a player. He's having a great year. I thought those comments are like, eh, not perfect, but... He's entitled to his own opinion. Yeah, if he was sick, he was sick. I get it. Yeah, totally. I but anyways, enough of that nonsense. Um, they're back on the ice. They're playing up, dog. We're going to get the season in. Uh, Paul Maurice, great coach, well-respected. Good um, guy. Great guy. Very great guy. Fuck. His press like conference, him. it blew me away. Um, everything he said is so true. You have a window as players. We know that, right? You guys had your window in St. Louis where yep. you got to the conference finals and, you know, the second round a few years and you just didn't quite get there. In Vancouver, you know, two years in a row, we get beat, beat up by the Hawks. You have windows and then the next year they go to the finals and lose. But you have windows as players that you know, boys, we got two or three years to get this done. Coaches, same same thing. I thought the honesty was unbelievable. Um, he was going to get another job anyways, but I think he will 100% now. Um, what did you think about that? And I want to parlay that into um, interim head coaches. Now, obviously, you're going to touch on Chief. Um, my question to you or my thought is, if I'm the GM and I'm going to fire my coach, do I not have somebody lined up already that I think could maybe turn the ship around? What's the point of calling up or promoting a, you know assistant to an interim? It did work for the Blues. Um, what is your thoughts on interim head coaches in general? First of all, Paul Maurice, I think, yeah. is... <laughs> I think he was just not ready to go into this other new bubble. He's he's like, I think he games are shutting down. I'm not. I'm getting out of it. He couldn't have any more chili chicken at Earl's. He said, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm gonzo. <laughs> boys, I gave you everything I had. He's going to go to Florida. His message was, boys, you guys got a great group. I've always believed in you. My voice doesn't resonate anymore here. You need to take it upon yourselves, or there needs to be a new voice. New voice, new voice, new voice. Yeah. But... To me, that was just an honest um, opinion of, I got to get the fuck out of Winnipeg, which is... <laughs> yeah. My wife's had enough, boys. <laughs> hey, boys, good she's, luck. Go get her done. You got a great squad, but my wife's She's going to leave me. I got to move to Florida. <laughs> uh, you know what? I love you. I'll you, see buddy. you in the summer. I'll organize a golf trip. Um, <laughs> we'll see. And, and only guys close to him would know, really, you know, uh, to me, it was probably a surprise, like, you know, sideswiped. Nice one. A little lung butter there. Um, you know, that to me, it hit a lot of people by surprise. But but well, let's he's be a honest. good coach. They're underachieving. Big time. They've always, they've always yeah. been the favorite. They're underachieving. still playing in St. Louis, man. They always were favored above yeah. us. They've had great great players, great D, uh, Vesna, you know, caliber and winning. Goaltending. You know, goaltending. It's just, yeah, it's it's time for change. Now, now to talk about an intern head coach. I don't think Shevel Day Off would ever imagine Paul Maurice coming in midseason and saying, I'm leaving. He's not the guy. Uh, yeah. He's not the guy that a GM's like, okay, this is what needs to have happen. Now, when I was in St. Louis, you know, it was a thing where Hitch was, you know, basically telling people publicly, like, I've done only, I've done so much, I've done 
Let me excuse myself here. I, I've reached the point where the I, I can't it's give anymore. On the players. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to lead them into this season. But if it doesn't work, I want to back away. They had Mike Yo brought in Yo! to be a new voice, to kind of learn under Hitch a little bit, to see how we play under Hitch, but to kind of give like, you know, if things go wrong, we're going to, you know, we're going to have a new a new leader. And that's, uh, to me, that's it's weird. It was a weird fucking dynamic. Yeah. You, to know like one that day. this was it. Yeah, one day your coach is getting fired and this is going to be your new head coach. Yeah. Where with Chief, Chief came in. Doug Armstrong hired Chief when Hitch was still here. Chief was a scout. Chief did some minor league stuff for us. Boom, boom. Then he went to coach in the minors, but then was brought up as an assistant with us and was a very impactful guy on our bench, a guy for our leaders, someone that you could talk to. You could tell he was a, he was he was the right guy. Now, when Yosi, you know, the struggles started to happen, he's a perfect guy to jump in. Some of these interim guys, and and you know Andrew Burnett, yeah, in, in Florida. Florida. Now that was also a shock. That was that right? was. I so, guess my question is, and you're absolutely right. I don't mean to. It's the Philadelphia one to me, right? Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah and, and it's Yo again, is it right? It's Yo again. Yeah, Yosi's there. Yeah, and it's no disrespect to Yo, and I love, I respect Chuck Fletcher. He was great to me early in my career. I just think of that situation. If you know, I'm gonna fire Elaine Vigneault that I got. Two more years to pay him, whatever, five bananas or four bananas, whatever it was. I got a guy that I've done my homework with that I want to bring in because let's be honest, they have a veteran hockey club there. Like the time is now almost. So I, I don't know. I just think if I'm a GM like Vancouver, right? They fire our boy Greener. They've known Bruce Boudreau. He comes in, turns the ship around. Yeah. If you're if you're gonna bring up Yo, who's been on your staff, why don't you just let AV ride it out and fire him in the offseason? Yeah. You know, it did work for the Blues and Chiefs and for Chiefs, sorry. I just think as a player, I never had an interim head coach. I don't know if that's the answer. You know, I'd rather they bring in a new guy that's going to change the dynamic and the culture of the team. You know what I mean? I'm yeah, yeah. And I think in Philly, they're just like, I think, again, shocked at why their team just kind of is underperforming. And then, well, do we want to bring in a guy now and make a rush decision on a guy that we think, you know, isn't given the right deck of cards? You know, maybe we need to, as management, figure out our, you know, figure out a plan before that new coach gets here. Now... In knowing people in and around the Philadelphia Flyers, it's coming from up top, top. The problem is up top. Yeah. It's it's very corporate. A lot of people say that up top. Uh, it's very corporate. It's not it's not family like it always was. Now maybe Chuck, maybe it's it's Chuck Fletcher. Maybe he's maybe he's handcuffed. Maybe he can't fucking spend four million dollars a year yeah, on a talk. That's true. If you're if you're so firing like, Vino and you still gotta pay him, maybe yeah, the owner's maybe like these guys that's are like, a great point. No, so so I never thought of it like that. That's something I think um you know behind closed doors when there's you know penny pinching um you know this yeah. is the this is the right answer. So yeah that's we'll a see. great point by you. The owner's probably like hey fuck you <laughs> I'm not giving you another five bananas when you got Vino sitting in the wings. So um yeah, Chief, congratulations. He's got his 200th win. 200. 200 wins for him. The Blues are rolling. Jeez, which right, rolls right us birthday. Right, us, rolls us into our next segment presented by our good friends at Aura Ring. Up here, I had lots of people hitting me up around Christmas time uh, about the Aura Ring. They wanted to get it to people for presents. Um, it's New Year's, right? Everyone has a New Year's resolution. I'm going to get in the gym. I'm going to eat healthy. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I sure do. I sure so do. this is uh, presented by Aura Ring. Get one. You need one. The Winter Classic. Um, up dog, you played in one. You have one of the most epic uh, pitchers I've ever seen. 
Looks like I scored, but looks like you scored. I won't tell anyone you did. I just came off my. I always said I didn't want to play in one. You give me, you know, you kind of give me a hard time about that. Um, Listen, this one looks great. It's gonna be minus thirty in mini. Oh, fuck! It was freezing rain in St. Louis for like six minutes a night in minus thirty. I go right off the fucking ice. That's where you need Jerry Jones to, to fly in the heated seats. Eh? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, boys, if you only need me for six, you don't even need me. I'm yeah. fucking going to the room. Go get her done. I tell you what you use, though. I just bought, for Christmas, I bought myself a pair of these heated socks. Oh, I got them yeah. in the bag. They're Bluetooth. You fire them up. Every, Bluetooth? And then, yeah, they're, they're Bluetooth, so I can put on my phone. I heat them up. Oh, okay. And they, they go right here on your big, tall sock, and they come right down to your toes. Keep your toes warm. Ankles. Achilles calf boom heated sock soaps so you tell me those guys wearing fucking heated socks does fact daddy text fact daddy does he know about these heated socks he might want to wear them fuck he should wear them we'll text him after this we like fact how daddy, many days do we got oh, I had today tomorrow's pair. New Year's Eve I'll be, we're going to be fucking pinned and it's, <laughs> then it's um, Uppy the St. Louis Blues jerseys in the Winter Classic they fuck there's My question to you is, should the Blues just wear these jerseys all the time? The blue one you wore and the white ones they're wearing now, it's combo I'm saying pack. it. They should be the Blues uniforms forever. Yeah, I love them. They're it's, so uh, I got to say, I got the hockey. I, I, I took a few things out of St. Louis, which a lot of good memories. But I took Fuck, a bag. Fucking fruit broken hearts, too. I took right? a bag. broken hearts. I took a uh, set of my gloves, those ones, brand new. I got the pants. Coconut oil. Coconut oil. <laughs> and I got the helmet. <laughs> So I'm I'm fully stocked where whether the blues want to you know forever go to this I could be a forever blue. Speaking about helmets, I got um, this is how great of a guy Fact Daddy Ryan O'Reilly is. I got Tom Doherty Stifle is Tom's company. Oh, so yeah. Tom, uh, Factor, did you get him a Fact Daddy? Yeah, because the, there's stickers on their helmet. Yeah, it is. So I go Fact Daddy. Sign it to Thomas J Doherty TD. Oh, sick, it's from his office. Yeah, something about tequila. Beauty. So Fact Daddy says TD. Enjoy the tequila. Enjoy the uh, tequila, fella. The Fact Daddy Ryan O'Reilly. First thing Doherty says to me is like, "This can't be the helmet he wears on the ice, right? It's too small." I'm like, "No, it's the fucking helmet he wears on the ice." So then I go look at it, and I, the Fact Daddy's got a small head. I never knew it. Fuck, how does he, he wears the old nice Bauer hair? helmet? The old Bauer helmet. He does. Yeah, it's juice. I never thought of Fact Daddy having a small lid. Um, maybe it's it not his bucket. It, no, it probably is a game used. It, maybe he just it had grabbed. the hockey fight cancer sticker on it from yeah, November. So, so he probably had you know good guy like fact daddy he had the trainer you know give the trainer Christmas tips. Say I need a I need a little Bucky send yeah. to west. Another great thing about Ryan O'Reilly, our boy Frankie who owns yeah, Rothschilds. Um, his girlfriend Cassie says uh, I want to get Frankie a hockey bag for Christmas. Can you help me out? I said listen, all the hockey bags are like they're not great, you know. But he's diehard Blues fan, right? And this Frankie guy, he's a beauty. He lets me fucking, you know, use his pisser upstairs when I'm there. He sticks me in the back door, lets me stay after hours. I said, Fact Daddy, I need a St. Louis Blues hockey bag for my boy, who he knows. Yeah. Because you hooked him up at Rothschild's for a team dinner. Yep. Sure enough, Fact Daddy gets him a bag. She sends me a video. Frankie, man, he was like. He was in awe. He was emotional. Yeah, he was in awe. Hey, how did you get this? Like, how he did you get it? Like, Who's is this? Yeah, so Fact Like it's hers. Yeah. <laughs> It's yours, it's yours, Frankie. I said, Frankie, it's Throw yours, your buddy. stinky fucking gear in there <laughs> and get out there. I went and skated with them. I might have to go skate with these guys. Yeah, they do Wednesdays. But I got Wednesdays. my hockey gear in Aspen. Did you bring your skates? I sent my skates with you in your U-Haul. Where are they? You no, did? No, I apologize. I gave them to Mackell. They're at Mackell's house. Oh. Maybe we go for a little skate on New Year's Day. We're going to go for a twirl here. This is juice. Yeah. So Winter Classic, Tarps Fuck, Uppy. Uh, minus 30. Good luck to the boys. We'll be watching our hunk cheese at your house. Fact Daddy, text up. We're going to text you about the heated socks. 
Minus 30 ups. <sighs> Minus 30 Celsius. It's it's below <sighs> zero Fahrenheit. So how are you? How are you? Um, up dog, we got a we got a returning. He's not even a guest. He's a friend of the show. He's a fucking pigeon. Um, I gotta ask you one. And he's a. He just he, showed up here, and he's. He looked beat he, down. He looked like I'm like football. I thought we went to bed early, and he looked came in here today. He looked like he was hung cheese. I don't know what he was doing up night, up all night jerking off or whatever. We're gonna have to ask him. I think he he, he ended up going out. He sounded rough this morning when I talked to him. Uppy, um, you know we love being Canadian. I gotta ask you about all dressed chips. I, I ate a lot of all dressed chips over the summer. I went to Peter Pit a lot and got all dressed chips. Love Peter Pit. Love Peter Pit. How good is it? What do you get at Peter Pit? I'll tell you what I get. I'll tell you, you ready for this? Yeah. On Chick- three. Uh, uh, <laughs> on three, we'll go with what we get. Okay. One, two, three. Chicken double. Slovakia. <laughs> double, double chicken Slovakia. Chicken Slovakia. Do you get the double? Oh, I always buddy. get the double. Listen, it's double. Do you get the mushrooms double, Oh, yeah. Double chicky, bakey, mushies on the grill, lettuce, tomato, pepper, cheddar cheese, mayonnaise. How are you? Ranch sauce? No ranch. I should have went ranch. Oil and vinegar. Yes. What is what is an all-dressed oh. chips? Is it just everything? Is it all dressed? Uh, Lays or ruffles? Ruffles, all dressed chips. It's everything. It's, it's a everything. fucking smorgasbord of spice. They just fired on there. It's awesome. Okay. And it comes out like orange. Yeah. For those Americans down there, there's nothing. It's like Get a salt and vinegar, a dill pickle, a ketchup, every kind of chip. But I love when I tell people down here, ketchup chips are the best. Ketchup chips are the best. I know they are. And dill pickle. Old Dutch. Old, Old Dutch, Dutch ketchup. ketchup chips are the best. Mm-hmm. Um to answer your question, my mom loves all dressed chips. Always she does? brings always brings me a bag or two. Wow. So yeah, I'm, I'm and wine gums. Wine gums, nice touch too. Fuck, they pull your cavities right <laughs> out. <laughs> all dressed chips to our American listeners. If you're ever in Canada or I don't know, or some cops, some up dog, they're unbelievable. I love that you like Pita Pit. Love Pita Pit. Me too. So Uppy, um, we pulled it off, fella. We got uh Larry Flowers coming on next. Um, I can't wait to uh, see what he has to say, and I can't wait for you to let him have him here about your oh, NFL. He's going to fuck, and I'm going to chirp him about his outfit. Terrible. Larry Flowers coming at you. Welcome back to Missing Curfew. New Year's edition coming to you from Aspen, Colorado. A little place called Aspen. Up dog. This guy's not even a guest. He's a friend of the show. He's a pain in the ass of the show. Um, but he's Larry the only Larry Larry. Batman, Batman, Flowers, what's up, baby? Nice toque. I always love the intros you guys give me. I really <laughs> respect them. Um, fuck, it's good to be with you boys here in Aspen. What a town, huh? We've been oh, coming here a long time. Fuck, it's a town. It's hard to get to. Me and up, we talked about it at the start. It's hard to get to, but once you get here, it's a, it's a magical winter wonderland. Flowers is an Aspen uh, advocate. Did you come here for the first time with him? Because I, I did. He convinced I, me to come here three uh, New Year's Eves ago when I just had knee surgery. Going, you, you, just say yes. I'm like, I'm not a fucking cane. I have a cane. Said knee surgery. He's like, you're coming. <laughs> so, of course, that was my first time here and never looked back. Now I'm a resident. Uh, yeah, I, Flowers, we rented a house over me, Cody, Flowers, Mackell. That was when me and Mackell went out seven straight and I skied seven straight. And then I woke up in West Hollywood at my ex-girlfriend's house and Steve Kotlowitz called and said, do you want to go play hockey in Finland? <laughs> I said, it's That's like right. that scene from that Major League with Jake Taylor. He's like, hello. <laughs> I'm, like, That's right. I'm like, caught. I was thinking about taking the year off, bro. He's like, uh, I suggest you go, Mark. Give me uh, give me 48 hours to get back to you. And then sure enough, <laughs> fucking way I went. So yeah, it was with Flowers the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been coming here 15 years now. This is fi- I, this 15 out of 16 years for new years that i've been coming to, to aspen cody and i started coming here just him and i and the, the group 
kept growing every year, but I, I'm not known to make the best decisions often. But I I, I changed my <laughs> I changed my flight. I was supposed to come in the day after <clears throat> the day after Christmas this year, and I'm sitting around the house the day before Christmas, and I'm thinking, one, I'm Jewish. Two, all my boys are gone. Three, I've seen every Christmas movie. Let me see if I could change my flight to actual Christmas Day because it's actually sunny on Christmas Day in Aspen. So maybe I'll get in the next day. It's dumping. Yeah, so best movie I go in. I change my flight. The airline gives me a $300 rebate. Cha-ching. Um, yeah, I get in, no issues. Day? What's that? Who's flying Christmas Day? No one. The Jews, Jewish, Jewish people, <laughs> Jewish people. Are the Jews, what a deal! Nobody at the airport. My, the plane was half full. Rocky had his own seat. It was unreal. The Rock. I the said, I text you. I saw your Instagram. I said, Rocky, put your seatbelt on. Yeah, I know. Okay, Flowers, what, what's changed? Uh, what's changed in Aspen from the first time you've been here? Other than other than the real estate market and more people recognizing you now than ever before. And what what else has changed here? And in now that you have to actually put your credit card in. I <laughs> I knew I knew you were oh, gonna say that. Oh my god, the other day I'm talking. I'm like, Flowers, yeah. give me that fucking credit card. I <laughs> knew he was gonna say that. Um, to be honest, it's just not quite as fun anymore because of that. <laughs> He's like, man, this Aspen thing sucks. When you get your credit card bill back, it's ten Gs. Well, if you guys listen right now, could you just imagine O'Brien sitting next to me and the bill comes down? The way he grabs my head or my shirt. I mean, it's like it's like he's trying to fight me on the ice. He's like, hey, give credit card. I'm like, hey, O'Brien, I got it here. <laughs> I mean, otherwise his eyes get red. He's like, he wants to pump. He just wants to pump my eyes shut. I'm like, hey, man, I got a few bucks in my pocket. Here. Take my card. No, I know you do. That's why I'm taking your card now. I know, but it's still not fun. Well, hey, you're you're earning it now. By the way, yes. now that you're rolling it in, you think you want to sponsor our podcast or what? Ah, what's going just, on with you? And well, I mean, I you're already, buying all these hats and these, you know, you're you're a branded fucking jeweler right now. You can't, you know, you can't offer us, you know, that a is a nice beanie. I, I actually, I already talked to you about it, didn't I? Oops. Well, I talked to I. Pitched, I don't like uh, to talk business with Upshaw. I don't, I, him and well, him and listen, money when it comes I to me. It's, I pitched I pitched an idea to you because our fans, everyone loves you, right? Like, listen, we, me and Uppy, we love you more than anything. Sometimes we want to smack you around, but we love you. Everyone loves flowers. <laughs> so I said to Uppy, why don't we try to build a segment around flowers, like a weekly segment around you? Um, I told you to get to go your by, That's gonna have to go by me first. I go. Right? Then I said to him, I go, listen. Force you got to run that by Upshaw. Though. So, <laughs> good luck on that one. <laughs> good luck. You're on your own hey, there. You're on your own there. I think you. I think we all know my idea. I, I don't know if you want me to discuss it now or wait. Well, no, not, we'll, to not till it's ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think we have a. I think I have a good idea. Of something we could do that would be exciting for the for the fans. I, I know the. Uh, I know the downloads and the listeners is growing and growing, and you boys are doing a great job. So again, every time I come on, it's just it's 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 fun. It's a pleasure. And it's an honor. Yeah, no, we appreciate it. We love you having on. Our, our listeners love you. Everyone loves flowers. Um, let's get right into it. Off the top here, uh, this segment's uh, brought to you by our good friends at DraftKings. Um, they're everywhere. They're everywhere, they're man. I'm, hey, yo, up here, I'm in Colorado. I'm using my app to bet on the games. It's Sport, unbelievable. The DraftKings Sportsbook right now. Best, it's awesome. Best gambling app you can possibly have. Clean. You Clean. Have, you, have you started using it? We gotta get I, ha you. I haven't. Yeah, but I, but I'm gonna. But uh, I see it. I yeah. see it on you guys. You guys have been. We've been talking about it quite a bit. It's it looks clean. unbelievable. You would love it. What's our yeah. promo code? Curfew. Promo 20? code Curfew Cali. Curfew. No. Curfew Kings. Curfew, curfew Kings. Kings. Curfew yeah. Kings. You get free money. Free. We yes, know you don't you mind that. I like free money. When you sign up for DraftKings, <laughs> fucking sportsbook, like money, free cash. You like free cash? Maybe you can buy some new snow pants. All right, before I'm, we like, before we get into that, we'll I get into that. Wait to get into this guy's. But ass. our DraftKings is everywhere, baby. We're gonna go to the UFC at fucking Honda Center. They're gonna be there. It's gonna be great. Yes. Um, the segment's presented. It's called NFL Fantasy. Um, <laughs> I gotta go hours. to the bathroom. I gotta it's, go to the bathroom. It's, it's, it's Uppy's <laughs> podcast, so I had to, you know, Uppy, go ahead, talk me through it here. There's, there mean, was an upset. I just, I just want to give this guy an opportunity to 
accept defeat like a man. Graciously. Graciously. There's been so much talk in the last two years of denial and, uh, you know, heartache and basically calling out Con Smythe winners for, for what he thinks is, is cheating. To him having a chance to beat me in the semifinals of Larry's League, which now is Uppy's Larry League. Larry Batman. He had a chance to beat me. I had Fournette and Evans both out, two of my star guys. I mean, I had to pick up players all week long to just fill spots. And I threw 180 points at him like an absolute fucking Godzilla. Allen went off. Allen went off. <laughs> I mean, Lazar <laughs> caught Tav, caught fucking Rodgers. I Packer touchdown record. It's yeah. got to sting, doesn't it, Flowers? It stinks, it's got to sting, especially because I want to give you the chance you just because because you, you have been, you know, although when you won the president's trophy, yeah. you sent around a bunch of fucking text messages with the trophy, the president's That's trophy, this and that. Fucking jinx And I you know, know what? Yeah, it sucks. But you took, you, you know, you were in Aspen. You said you were here Christmas Day. You were here. You took the defeat like a man. I know. I know we didn't talk much that day, but I still love you. Well, it's game day. You couldn't talk. I I know. You were just texted. I'm like. I'm sitting, you can go out after I'm like, you are just hammering the text out of it. I know that this guy on the other end is just taking it on the chin. So how how was it to the loss, buddy? Are you okay? You know, the President Trophy thing is a blessing in disguise. It happens in the NHL all the time. It happened to you. You're fucking out. Well, you get the you get the third place game. So I'm gonna be completely honest, boys. I was sicker on that day <laughs> than when I got COVID a year ago here in Aspen. Literally, and I was sick as fuck in Aspen from when, when I got COVID. I yeah, was you were way sicker than when I had COVID, though. From this, um, <laughs> what what hurt? Um, like your butthole my soul or? hurt. <laughs> my <laughs> my butthole. soul hurt. Um, it's not necessarily about losing. Like <laughs> I know I won the, was sore I know I won the president's <laughs> trophy, and I know I was really cocky. I did it on purpose. I just love just twisting the knife. Um, when it comes to fantasy, and this, I mean, this with. All respect, but there's no one I dislike more than you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got, I've already won two championships. I don't like you. I, I don't like Listen. you. I don't like how you manage your organization. I don't like how you do business. I'm like you're, the you're, 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 like the you're Dallas the da- Cowboys. You're the Dallas Cowboys. You're Jerry Jones. Yeah. You are Jerry Jones. That's exactly who he is. It's Jerry Jones. I hate his face when it comes to fantasy. <laughs> I hate how he texts. It hurt. I listen, and you know that he doesn't put as much heart and soul into he as doesn't. you does. He and doesn't even know who's picked. I think he he's just—he doesn't know what he's doing. But he somehow—he somehow came out oh. on top. I gave. You were I too overloaded my, on one squad. No, I was too overloaded on the and Rams. The team didn't have yeah. a fucking great game, and you got—you got. Listen, fucking I will smart. tell you this. I, I will. I, I give credit where it's due. You made some huge, huge, huge moves that week. With guys that like were, what, do you remember which ones they were? Moves. One was Jackson. Jackson from the from the, the, Chargers. the L.A. Chargers. This guy gets thirty points. some points. He was on. He was just. He was. He was a free agent. What position? Receiver? Running back. And I had to sit Lockett because uh, Eckler was hurt. Yeah, and I he had lost to sit. Evans. He lost. Um, oh, but my guy Brown and my Brown came back from Tennessee day of. Yeah, comes off. I of, knew. It was, I knew I was fucked day one on Thursday. Comes off his rib injury and he and he's you know he's what's his name's target number one target. He caught yeah. like sixteen passes and first came back. He missed God knows how many weeks and the guy comes back and puts up thirty something points. I I literally look at the thing. It's a Thursday game and I'm like, oh, I am fucking set the in tone one. for the week. Didn't it? it did. Um, and but I took out I, Singletary to put in. Uh, 
like that Green Bay Packer guy, Lazar. Lazar. Oh, Lazar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, Upshaw, hey, uh, wins a win. I told you, I told you a couple days ago. I told you like a man. Congratulations, you beat me now straight. He wants to play you, you know what? <laughs> you, I, it's like I told you a couple days ago. He beat me. Pay the man his money. Up. Pay him. There will be next year. I will if you want. Put a little side bet on next week. I know that's not official, but I, I just got, love gambling. If you're a gambling man, you got balls. You'll do it. If you don't, then yeah, I'm not we, shocked. I think we said two thousand. No, I'm talking heads up, me and you. Yeah, I know. Two thousand. What fantasy again? Just a heads up yeah, match, yeah. side bet. Um, I, I'm, I'm playing Fact Daddy for for a free entry anyway. So like, I'm oh, I pop. hope Fact Daddy takes you down. Me. There's nothing more you want to play for. I'll play for whatever you want. Two thousand. Two thousand. Bet. Two thousand right now, straight up. Yeah. Well, here you see DraftKings, baby. We got some yes. action. I'm missing curfew. A little side action. There's nothing I more want in my life than you to have to pay two thousand dollars. I you, I, I am I praying. I, I am, beat you. Uh, fuck. I'm praying to God that Cody takes you down. I truly am. We've been we've been planning on taking you down. Let me ask you a question. If you win, what are you doing with the money? It's a big jackpot. Say, give it to Mr. Curfew. Come on, say it. Say yeah. it. Uh, say it. <laughs> Jeez, man, maybe I'll, I'll buy the Pentos next to Obi here at the line. He's going to get six for, more for Montclair jackets for two colors <laughs> like that is what he's going to do. That jacket's fucking fire, man. <laughs> it is. Is it Curfew credit card? It's funny you bring up what he's going to do with the money because I'm going to have to go to Binger and the boys, but I think I got somewhere on Missing Curfew at the start of fantasy where I said, Up, you want to go in kind of a partnership? And I think he thought I was joking, <laughs> but I was being serious. So come on, Ups. Come on, Ups. Uh, you're going to have to really dig in the archives for that one, I think. Oops. Yeah, listen, um, I, I'm starting to come to the, the realization I'm not good at fantasy. I, I don't think you're as bad as you think. I think you, my team you is draft with your heart. That's I your problem. my heart. Yeah. I will say this about your league, Larry's league. Not enough trades. You know, listen, we got to make some trades. We got to do some stuff. Now, I, I guess I was always in, like, the bottom half of the league, so I was trying to make a team better. I guess if my team was good, maybe I wouldn't. But can we put a rule in where you got to make, you know, one fucking trade? I mean, I didn't, make, I didn't make didn't one make trade, trade, but I tried. I tried many times. Well, you did, okay. I tried many times. And I had a trade. I had a sick trade in the works ready to sign, seal, delivered by loophole. The only problem is his head's in the cloud sometimes and he doesn't realize he's got to hit the accept button when he tells me on the phone, hey, I'd like the deal, let's do it. Okay, you got to go in the app and hit the button and two days later he goes, oh, I didn't know, I didn't realize, I, I forgot. I'm like, well, fuck. But then I got high. Yeah, <laughs> fucking loophole. No, remember uh, during the draft. Why do you say draft, loophole? That's how you say it. That's Americans, Americans say Loophole. Loophole. How do you say it? Loophole. 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 Like you that? say loophole, I've been talking to you. Loophole. loophole. Fucking it's loophole. That's how I say it. He's got a nice it. beard going right now. He's actually. got a great beard going. It's a, a great look. beard. He's looking to do some thumping. <laughs> He's looking to do something, all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was great, boys. I mean, I got, I got to just you know take my lumps up, learn from my mistakes. I'll come back better, I think, next year. But I, I got to do some maybe. The, th the sad thing is I took a lot of pride in it. Like, I, I gave it you everything cared. I got. I cared. There's no doubt. <laughs> I, I'm in the seventh place game. <clears throat> you cared. I cared. And I respect that. Who do you got in the seventh place game? Is there I got league? fucking Bobo with Bertuzzo. Yeah, he'll throw a little cheddar on that. Yeah. I don't even, buddy, my team's so banged up. Oh. I saw a video today of Lamar Jackson. He can hardly walk out there. He's out there practicing, but he can hardly walk. Now, I guess they could shoot up for the game, right? What is it? His ankle. His ankle. Ah, he's in one. He's in one. I'm not a huge Lamar Jackson fan. After this year, I'm, he's gone down in my books, too. I just feel like in the NFL, you at the end of the day, you know who wins Super Bowls? <clears throat> the <clears throat> the big guys that are accurate, that can chuck the ball. Like Josh Allen. Like Josh Allen. And Herbert. Like Herbert. Well, Herbert's... We can't His arm. Rodgers. Yes. You, the, yeah. you can... He, I mean, Jackson's got an arm, too, but... I'm talking about the guys that are just can sit in the pocket, analyze the defense, and just throw rocket chips right into small windows. Because at the end of the day, when it matters most, 
defensive coordinators are that good. They're gonna they're gonna lock you down. They they're are. Not that gonna, good. They're not gonna let you get out of the pocket. They're gonna make you beat you with your arm. And if you can't do that, you're in one. And I will say this about Uppy's boy Josh Allen. Um, first, he looks like he's got a little chip pick. on. He's got a little chip on his shoulder. He's I would player, watch out for man. the Buffalo Bills. First 100%. round pick. Yeah, first round. You've pick. loved him from day. I love him too. I he's, took an, the, he's an Orange County kid. I took DraftKings on my DraftKings app. I took fucking the Pats over the Bills last week, thinking, all right, this is the game at home. The Pats win. They're going to win the division. Josh Allen went out and said, uh-uh. I went the other uh-uh. way. Uh-uh. Uh, so I did mean, I. I've been thumping my bookie, by the way. Thump Thump just just don't thump DraftKings, okay? No. We need them going, all right? We need them going. Don't, don't be thumping no, no, DraftKings. They got lots. They take it all. They got a lot of more. They got a lot of more. <laughs> Uppy, good luck. Flowers, um, you did a decent job. I got Cody. I got Cena in the final, boys. It'll be fun watching the games with you. Is Sunday New Year's Day? No, Sunday's the second. Second, so I'm going to be on the slopes, but we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, Flowers, me and Uppy just touched on uh, the World Juniors. We talked about how USA's jerseys did some fucking. They sure Thoughts did. on that. And just your thoughts. We talked to you a lot about COVID and this and that. As a fan of the hockey, what are your thoughts as an American uh, on them just squashing it? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm very, very disappointed. I think it's the wrong decision. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and get too too political with you boys, but I think we all, we all pot. yeah, we, we 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 do a lot of conversating on the side about these issues. But I'm I'm a firm believer that people in society and 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 every part of the world have done their part. Um, the people that feel that they should get vaccinated, they have. Um, we're two years into this. Um, you look at the deaths. I I don't. I just feel like. The world must go on, man. Yeah. Like people, I man. I, again, I don't. I, I don't know how deep I want to really get right now, but I can just say that. Well, this is the place to fucking do it. Well, I'll tell you. Uh, I'll tell you. I mean, I'll, I'll just you're, say, you're gonna try to get balls deep later here, now, but if you want to get deep on COVID here, you I'll, fucking. I'll just say this, man. I, I'm just so sick. Maybe look at it from the perspective of, you know, the kids, like the, how hard they work together. Yeah, that's right? the first thing I think of. Like yeah. th- this is the window for so many, not just these kids in World Juniors, because obviously this is. Such an incredible stage and an opportunity and, 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 and once in a lifetime for a lot of these kids, but not just them, everyone. There's a lot of kids that are getting that are getting a lot of their high school proms or, or, or events and things in their lives that are being taken away from them that's affecting them on a serious level. I mean, suicides are through yeah. the roof right now. There's a lot of depression going it's, on. It's I, so I guess true. I guess there's a huge issue with with suicides within African American uh, women, young girls, um, that becoming a major crisis. There's a lot of no, issues there was going somebody, on. Somebody, somebody, I think it was in a group text with you guys where <clears throat> I think it was Omicron deaths or seven, and it's a ch- or it was COVID deaths, and then it was mental illness suicide. It's deaths. not even oh, close. It's not even close. So that's something. I mean, listen, we're at the point now where everyone's got an opinion, and I respect everybody's. They're opinion. like assholes, aren't they? They are. Everyone's got. But one. everyone's got an opinion, right? <laughs> everyone's got an opinion. Everyone has gets, but. I, I like to look at both sides and I, I like to think of things logically and with common sense and where we are now in the world. And it comes down to the point where people need to put their personal feelings aside as far as what they want to follow, as far as information, and look at the whole scope of it and make a decision based on what's really going on and what the science is really telling us and what's realistic and what's not realistic. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, sure does. and from an American's perspective as a fan, as, have you always loved the World Juniors? Did you watch it? Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's incredible. It's a great. It's tournament. a very special event. Um, I, I can't. That's what I pisses mean, me off the most. It's a very unique, special. And we talked. Me and Up, we talked about before you had on. I'll be playing it, but you as an American, me as a Canadian, that's a tournament that you know these kids play every year that we look forward to, and they just snatched it from them totally. So. 
I don't know. Uh, that, that was um, my opinion on it. Um, yeah, I, I, it'd be nice. I guess it's the World Juniors, the actual committee that that decided to go all you know pull the pull, pull the plug. plug. But it would be nice if somewhere like Florida would step in and be like, "Hey, bring these fucking." We kids said down Florida here. and Texas. Yeah. Fuck, man, that would be unreal. Come, be, kids, come down here. Let's go. Let's get this tournament going. It wouldn't be able to keep I mean, these kids off the beach. Oh no, man. Out of the bars. I mean, there's only one kid on. Go for uh, it, boys. On, uh, what team was it? One kid that got COVID, right? That was positive. Why are they testing him anyway? Unless you're I, sick. That's what we said. I mean, yeah, I mean it was this Omicron thing. I mean, is it just? The flu? Is it just the cold? Now, now we got him going. I, 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 would, get, I would love to get going. I'm going to gonna try not me. to. He was going to be like, I better not say it. Now he's like, let me roar. But what is it? It's a. I think it's just like a flu. Cool. The, they renamed it. The Fauci flu. It's they renamed the, the flu. Fauci. The Fauci flu. That guy's a fucking asshole. <laughs> he is. He's such a fucking asshole. Guys, if you're listening and you're and you disagree with me, I apologize <laughs> truly. But you I'm telling you right now, he's a fucking asshole. This guy's fucking up the world. I'm yeah, not gonna, I won't go too much deeper than that, but I'm telling it's you, a slippery slope. Just let's move on with the world yeah, as let one. The, let's let the boys play. On. Let the boys play. Let's 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 get back to work. Let's keep the world going. Jake Paul. There's should no other beat choice. Up. Jake Paul should beat up Fauci. <laughs> I, I don't want. I don't like to watch Jake Paul fights, but I'd pay that. Yeah, that'd be great. I, I like can't believe I like that Paul knocked Paul. that Woodley out like I that. Know, Holy right? Fuck! I watched. What? There was a clip today on from a fan's perspective, and like it was a. Holy fuck, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. But that Woodley, I mean, I, I'm 99% sure that that Woodley went into that fight. He was with minimal training and just yeah. the payday. Let me get in. Let me get out of here. But he hit him with a right hook from fucking Mississippi, man. I hit him for that. joke. It was no joke. No joke. But listen, I, speaking of Jake Paul, because I like to chirp him, I respect that he works so hard at, his, at, at the boxing game because everything I hear, you know, because I'm big in the boxing world, everything I hear is – that he really takes it seriously and he's pretty good but I don't care what anybody says you can't you can't replace 100 or 150 or 300 amateur fights when he gets in the ring with the big boys or the real guys even guys that are just middle of the pack decent when is that going to happen well, he's those guys will Fury. Fury's like whatever nephew or whatever oh yeah he pulled out so Woodley went in there and got knocked so, so, so I saw so he called out. I saw uh, you're going to talk about uh, Canelo no, I uh, saw a thing saying Jake, Jake Paul Masvidal. Yeah, I saw a thing where Jake Paul said, "I don't see how in a couple of years I can't fight Canelo." I'm like, "Yeah, right. Yeah, okay, bud. That's embarrassing. That Canelo just, would knock your head right off your shoulders, dude." Masvidal, he told him, "Let's go fight in UFC ring. No kicks, no takedowns. Yeah, I'll put in the contract if I do it. I, you I get I, all the purse. You get the whole purse. You see that? I did not, but that's amazing. So he said, uh, so, yeah, did, so like Masvidal Dana said, White yeah, will, Dana White will allow it. We just we box. Yeah, he said in UFC gloves. In you well." Whatever it's got to be UFC. Gloves. I think it's UFC gloves, but no kicking, no takedowns. And he said, if I do either, I will forfeit my purse to you. Yeah, Masvidal. And then he out. ended. The, and then he ended the tweet with, "Now come on, come and get knocked the fuck out." Yeah, yeah. Well, like he that. would drop him. I think about. I mean, he's yeah, he's got some buzz I mean, going. His, his marketing yeah. thing's amazing. He's a, he's a smart guy that way, but yeah, but he does he's work at it hard. But. He works at it hard. He's, he's doing what McGregor was doing forever. Like, McGregor obviously was being able to step it up in, in these professional fights and as a UFC, as a fucking king in his class coming up. But he always fucking wanted to be out there chirping everyone and doing it. He's, and then now McGregor's the most highest paid athlete in the world. It's fucking, he's, yeah. he's built his brand to a saying, astronomical yeah. level. I think well, Flowers I love, should try to he's beat just, him. He's just, he's making so much you're money. Like, you're, you're, I the, think the he type would beat of game, Flowers up. 
the type of game he's talking now. I want to fucking see, challenge the big boys. Go fuck yourself. I want to stop see, fighting these guys that are not real boxers. Go upshaw flowers. Oh, Pay per view. Oh, I would tune him in. <laughs> I already told no you. No headgear. I, I already told you what would happen. Oops. No headgear. Just like when he wanted to race me in a hundred meter dash, and I smoked him. <laughs> I had jeans on. I would tune him in. I, you ever see? You ever see up? You like shadow box. No, yeah, I don't shadow box. It's so I don't funny. Send, I'm always you remember though, like if like this never you happened. You send videos but if you did to the girls fight, if you shadow Uppy box. Uppy would train for let's say six yeah. months. Oh, that's okay. And Uppy was a world class athlete, so you would no, think that yeah, he would. That's that's. I, a, I mean, you that, just that's fucking. You were just eating cheesesteaks and fucking <laughs> working at Taco Tuesdays or whatever it was. Watching. No, movies. where did you work in Hollywood? What was the bar called? Saddle Ranch on Sunset. If anybody listening has ever been to Saddle Ranch on Sunset, and you've been there. Did you ever About get laid 15 in there? Years. I bet you got lots of puss there. Didn't Did you get laid in there? Did you ever? Bang not in there, but I was the head bartender. You were just the Philly guy, right? With the I backwards was, so hat, probably. I had. Like, I always had an Eagles or a Philly yeah. hat. I had my. I had a, this guy all was my a T-shirts head, were always cut off. Just a clown. This guy sides. was a head bartender. Always never made me a drink in his Thursday, life. Friday, Saturday night. Head either. number head, right bar one. Great point. All the hotels are across the street on Sunset, right? So you get all these girls from all over the world that are coming in on vacation. They come in. I grease them up with some with some alcohol. I get their digis, and they're like, "Hey, you know, we're gonna have a party at our hotel. Come after, come after work." And that was like my routine on a daily basis every week. Do weekend. you have any photos? We, we, I want to see some photos. You were in good shape part. back then. Too, I was, right? in, I was in but unreal like, shape. Get a couple ripped. of pics. Show us some pics so oh, we can I post them. The cell phones didn't really. The there was no the Instagram phones. back yeah. then, right? It was just going uh, on. Facebook, but I didn't use that either. Six, two thousand seven. It was. I moved out to California two thousand four. I started working there two thousand five. I started fucking two thousand five <laughs> to two thousand nine. There, two thousand ten. What would you say your average kill was there? Like seven, like six, one to ten. Yeah. What, what your average? I'm not saying. You, I'm yeah, yeah. No, I was getting um, sevens. Weekend, sevens. I was getting great sevens. Great sevens. Uh, you throw yeah, in some, you definitely throwing some eights. I mean, I was getting and girls from Phil- all over. And in Philly, those are like nines. Those are Philly twelves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was great. We were sitting at dinner last night at fucking. Uh, Say it for me again, up dog. What's Matsu it called? Hishu. Matsu Hishu. Matsu. And, Florida, and Flowers gets this dish that he's his favorite dish, and it comes to him. <laughs> and I look at across, and I could see Upshaw just eye fucking him. Like, look at did this. you see what he did? I could just see him. He's, he's in a conversation with me and Lewis, but he's looking at you going, and I go, look, he's going to say something. Up he goes, are you going to eat that whole fucking thing yourself? <laughs> fucking caveman. So he sends it over, and up he goes, I still have never met a bigger mutant in my life. <laughs> Why? Well, I, you know what? I knew up you wanted the dish, but when was it, when we were at lunch yesterday the up on the mountain, crab, this motherfucker's stealing. I don't mind sharing my fries, but he's taking the long, the longest, best fries in my back. Crispiest, and he saw, the crispiest. The, he saw me see it, my fries, and he I stole it right from my face. I was, and I remember. Yeah. I already had cheesesteak fries and a bra. I know you and did. I was still eating. <laughs> He's got a hollow leg over there. Okay, there's a go. <laughs> hollow leg. Hey, Flowers, let's talk about the Flyers. Um, yeah. Me and Up, we were talking about interim head coaches, and you know, I, I, I said to the point of Up Dog, if you're Chuck Fletcher and you're going to fire Vigneault, you know, why wouldn't you have someone ready? And he said, well, maybe the, the ownership doesn't want to pay another coach you know, $4 million. And Up, he talked about how the Flyers don't have that family feel. I ownership, and I know you've always said that. I know a lot of guys have said that to me, right? Is that, is that kind well, of the feel that's going on there? Look, I'll be honest. There's a couple guys I've talked to this year on the team that have told me that they love the environment and things are looking on – they were on the up and up. And um, I didn't get the feel that guys felt like there wasn't really like – that it wasn't Flyers hockey, yeah. you know, in the in the room and, and within the organization. I, I it, it sounded to me like things were on the up and up. Um Apparently that's not the case. Look, there's been some 
devastating injuries to the team. Losing Ryan Ellis to that's, me is that's huge. Been a, that's been a it's huge. It's so loss. big, man. Yeah. He's he's that kind of player. Lining him up with a uh, putting him with Provorov, obviously that's 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 half the squad in a, yeah. in a lot of ways. Um, obviously the the hazy situation and how's our boy Tomer doing? Tomer's doing good. He's rehabbing. Um, is he hurt too? Fuck what? Season-ending shoulder surgery. No. Yeah, he's been yeah. out. He's, he's been, been out for like three, three weeks. weeks. Yeah, he had he had reconstructive shoulder oh, surgery. Fuck. Yeah, I didn't man. even know that, Tomer. Yeah, yeah a lot of love to our boy Tomer, if you're listening. We love Tomer. Fuck, sorry, bud. Yeah, man. But he's doing good. He's back in California. He is. Uh, he is. He's back in California. He's rehabbing. He's, uh, he's in his uh, Hermosa Beach house, chilling. Um, Let I'll me ask you about, uh, <clears throat> what would you do with Claude Giroux? I mean, I've told you guys a lot for a long time. Claude Giroux is a—he uh, just—he just became number two all-time points flyers history. Um, I think yesterday, but anyway, behind who? Simone Gagne? Behind no, behind fucking Lindros? Bobby Clark. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, what would I, I do with what would I, what would I do with uh, Drew? I would trade him. Yeah. And Drew is Drew is Philadelphia Flyers. This is no disrespect to him. Um, I think I think his window in Philly is closing. I think. There's a lot of unbelievable opportunities for him in the NHL to go and win a cup and go step in somewhere that where he can really be utilized properly and um, make a real cup run. I don't think this is the year for Philly. I thought it might be, but it's clearly not. Um, I would trade him while he, he – he's still – I'll tell you one thing. He's still a player, man. He That's who still, that Bedard looks like to me. He's still a player. That yeah. Bedard has the same style as, as a young Claude Giroux. Now, I think to follow Flowers, I think Claude Giroux, like a Patty Kane right now, at this point in your career, like Patty Kane's already won, but a chance to go to a fucking sick contender, sick town, maybe totally. why not go play on another sick team, have incredible moments with some new line mates and whatever. You'll always be loved in Chicago. Drew, you'll always be loved in Philly. I just think unless they think unless they think they can win a cup yeah, and there's some rumblings that you know maybe Kane to the Rangers yeah like something like that that would be if fucking, Patty Kane want to go I, fucking play in the Rangers and win and try to win a cup in MSG yeah. there'd be something like I don't know there'd be something wrong with it and he's a New York kid he's from Buffalo like I think that's a fucking no brainer so that'd be great great for hockey uh, Claude Giroux like you know it's, where, where, where where would you see him going. I was just thinking about that. I'll tell you what. Could the first Toronto team, squeeze him in? I don't know. I don't know how they squeeze Cap in. The, yeah. I, I, the first team that jumped out to me was Colorado. Yep. Oh, yeah. I think they could fit him in. Maybe yeah. he could. But they're, they're, I don't they're, know. Minnesota. Issues too, right? Minnesota could probably squeeze him in. Mini, maybe. We'd have to look at it. I mean, the Cap thing is crazy. It's, it's, it's nuts. But um, we're not numbers guys, are we? We're not numbers guys. And listen, I played against Claude. I know him a little bit. Um, he's a great flyer, like you said. I've questioned his five on five game. At yeah, times. yeah, yeah. You know? I know. I if know. you're the fucking captain of the Philadelphia Flyers, to me, five on five time is when you got to really take a game over. Yes, but he's a great. Obviously, just broke the record for points. I, I just think that f I don't know how much they're going to get from now, as opposed to how much they could have got from a couple years ago. Uh, that's the thing that I said to you a couple years ago. I think it's time they thought about moving him. Have they waited too long? He's time still, will tell. He's still a great face. He's a guy. great player. He he's still a great move. player. He still has a. He still has a good shot. Um, he's unreal in the power play. And if there's a team out there that's looking to make a real run and. Thinks that he can. He's great on the power play. He's unreal. And if you're a team play. like Vegas, who they're not going to be able to fit him in because we got our boy Ike coming back. But if you're a team that your power play is not where you think it needs to be, Claude Giroux is a guy you can bring in that can make your power play to help you win a cup. Yeah, but I, I, it hurts to say this, but I think it's almost time to really be to to be realistic with the idea of full rebuild mode. Philadelphia Flyers. I would like to I see put the money on them with a cup this year. I, I thought know, they had man. the mojo with Yans. I would like to see the Hazy Philadelphia going Flyers in there and Ellis and fucking Ristolainen. I'm like these guys are gonna be good. You, you know what's you know what's interesting about the Flyers? Historically, they were always a team that were 
guaranteed to make a major splash and get super, super, superstars in their locker room. Yeah, like always, they, they always got guys. Like when and they now they just. <laughs> like when they brought the up dog in from. Uh, where did they get you from? The desert? Or, no, oh, Nashville. from Nashville. Smashville. They, I mean, they had to trade Forsberg to get me. We're going to Nashville. You're going to come trade, with us? Hey, we're going Forsberg. to Nashville in February. Good trade for Philly. Yeah, Fuck hey, right. No, we're going, to, we're going to Nashville in March. You're going to come with us? Yeah, fucking right. Yeah. DraftKings, NHL Fantasy, we're going there. But yeah, I'd like to see the Flyers. They, they got to they gotta figure out how to get super, super, superstars in there. Like, change that. It starts at the top, right? I think. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. It's better when the Flyers are good. So, um, let's get on to more important news here. Uh, what the fuck are we doing for New Year's Eve, boys? You got something lined up for us or what? I got something Your lined job up. Is but then everybody else is, up. Everybody else is like, it's, 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 a, cost cost of it's a tug of war between who wants to do what. <laughs> <laughs> something doesn't cost us $20,000. Let's just sit in our hotel room and watch the ball drop on TV. We we'll have a, a party beers. right here. We can have a party here. This, this is, a is a heat sick, sick, sick patio. This hey, is yo, the patio is a hundred times bigger than my room. Here. Look at this guy. Get out of there. We got an eagle on our Get out of there. roof. Holy shit. I'm looking forward to uh, spending New Year's with both of you boys. Um, flowers, we absolutely love you. We could sit here all day with you, but we got to go hit the slopes. We got to hit the slopes. There's a Anything ton else of snow coming to say to down. our listeners before we... Uh, uh, just, I just wanted to say uh, it's, it's great to be out here in Aspen. The snow is unbelievable. Anything about Larry Flowers Jewelry? Anything going um, on there? Just Instagram, all that good stuff. You're on there. Uh, it, it, business has been tremendous. Uh, grateful for it all. I, I'm honestly very looking much, very much looking forward to doing something with you boys officially. Yeah, yeah. We will. Obviously, it's it's inevitable. Um, fuck you, Upshaw. Upshaw's um, the business beside this. So you, I know. I'm sorry, you're gonna have to. Talk I hate to him. doing business with him. He's the guy. He's just a stone cold killer. That's why we hired him. He's the CEO. He is. is. Man. He's a stone cold killer, bro. Yeah, if anybody out there wants to do business with Scotty Upshaw, you better (laughs) put your boots on and put them on tight. You know what? Your best shot is going around him to A-Hall. That's your best shot. I know. I kind of already tried. I already kind of tried, but A-Hall was like, he gave me the cold shot. A-Hall doesn't fuck around either. No, he doesn't. No, we're going to go hit the slopes. You got your ski stuff on. I'm ready to go. You're tripping up here about his style. What, What do you think about this? So I'm glad you brought this guy the Philadelphia let's, 76ers let's, outfit on. And Frosty sent him this fucking let's the end, jacket. Let's end, on, let's end on this note. We have to pretty tight on it. Let's too, end bro. on this note. Uppy's ski is style is. Gut? Is oh, this your gut? No, or is that this, was not a ball of wine. No, is this, this your gut? Or is that a hat? This is a hat. Uppy's ski style is so bad. He wants to be so good on the mountain. He wants to have the best gear and he wants to be so good, but he's not. And you can't just ski like a maniac. You haven't seen me ski. right now. Yeah, I know, I know, but listen. He, have you guys talked about the fact that you almost died? Yeah, oh, yeah. we talked, we yeah, talked so, about it. <laughs> so let me just say, I'm glad you didn't get seriously hurt. I know. But what the fuck. fuck are you thinking? It was Cody. I told you. We Cody told you. is the devil. I know. He's made me. He's made. I've broken my wrist, my ribs, my nose, everything because of him. Because he pushed me <laughs> to the limit, and he did it to you, and he got you. I know. Don't listen to him anymore. Work on your game. My it needs to be good. improved a little my bit. My game's good. Yeah. Well, we're gonna find out right now. We're gonna get on the mountain. Let's we're have some fun. Right I'm now, I'm gonna go put those heated socks on. I'm gonna send fact heated daddy. Socks. Heated socks. Fact daddy. Fact daddy. Fact daddy. Fact daddy. Heated socks for fact daddy for the game. Winter classics gonna be great. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm happy TNT's covering it. Yeah. Talks, biz. I'm looking forward to seeing that on New Year's Day. I will be hung. Yep. Cheese. I'll be, I'm probably going to come over to your house on yeah, New Year's yeah. Day. I, I, Both I, days. Win? Yeah. Well, how's Lupus Couch? Oh, uh, no. No, no. <laughs> it's, not, it's not big enough. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Hey, listen. Uh, no. For you people out there that understand what a good couch is for putting the feet up and watching sports We're going the way that we do. We're going up east. Hundred yeah. percent. I got the. Well, bio I haven't mat. seen your. I haven't seen your couch physically yet, but I'm sure. I, the, I mean, listen. Loops is. I got the biomat. I got the couch. I got it all. It's all set up. Loops doesn't really That's pay me. too much attention to those details. What couches? Couches and he stuff. Because he doesn't spend a lot of time on them. I don't think. He's not like us. 
No, couch is very important. Very. <laughs> very. People don't understand how much, how important it really is to us. Yeah. Well, listen, boys, I love you. Flowers, happy New Year's. Up dog, happy New Year's. Uh, Uppy, we pulled it off again. Uh, we missed A-Hall and the boys at Hall Pass Media because they really know what they're doing. Well, we got it done. And, and we we'll soon tell if we got it done. If this all just works and we get I it back. I hope to God we got this recorded, fellow, because we got to find know. a way to send the SIM card back. <laughs> it's well, like the files are in the computer. <laughs> Listen, well, all, all I know. And it looks like it's working. I think it's, all, it's working. It's but working. now we got to get what's in there. Yeah, what's in the computer. In the cloud. Oh, yeah. And hopefully it can fly out of here because we had trouble getting in and out. But Listen, we got to get this. We got to get our own private plane somehow. How are we going to do that? Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Right? We don't get stuck. Get a good pilot. Maybe we'll start go. with jerseys and then we'll go to the private plane. Yeah, no, it's more like the way Mr. Curfew's going. That's not going to do it for us. But um, happy New Year's, boys. Up here. I love you. I love all your hard work. We got in the can. And let's go have a time, boys. Hey, congratulations on 2021. Mr. Curfew. Let's build big. this motherfucker. Let's go. We love it. I love we all out. you, boys. Happy New Year's. That was Mr. Curfew. Boom. <laughs>